Let's have our seat majestically in his presence. This morning, we are going to be talking about the supernatural power of the Almighty God. We have been hearing that our God is supernatural. And what is a regular manifestation of his work is what we see as supernatural. I pray that this morning, God will transfer that supernatural power to you and me, and that we go out to do exploit for him in Jesus' name. As we know, this year has been declared as the year of our incredible harvest. And I pray that as the Lord live it, none of us shall miss our harvest in Jesus' name. Our harvest will be whatever we are trusting God for this year. And I'm asking God that this year, God knows that we have needs. We have all kinds of needs as we are sitting before him this morning. We have our physical needs. We have our emotional needs like joy, happiness, companionship. And also, we have our spiritual needs. I, I pray once again that whatever our need may be, God will meet us at the point of our needs in Jesus' name. However, I need for you to understand that God also has a need. I know somebody is saying that how can God has a need? He has everything. Well, the need of God is souls. He needs souls in his kingdom. Souls of people that are perishing in the world, he needs them. Matthew 9, 37 says, Jesus said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. He also said the same thing in the book of Luke chapter 10, verse 32. He says, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. He said, pray to the God for him to bring laborers into his work, into his kingdom. I pray that God will use me and you even to, pro to promote and to propagate his kingdom in Jesus' name. Jesus said uh, in Isaiah chapter 61 verse 1, he says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because the Lord had anointed me to preach the good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted and to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God. To comfort all that mourn and to appoint to them that mourn in Zion to give them beauty for ashes and the oil for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, and they, they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Amen. Our Father, once again, we ask, Lord God, that your word will transform your children in Jesus' name. All of these things that God wants to do, he wants to draw to us. There's nothing that God do 
that does not do through man. I pray that God Almighty will populate his kingdom through us in the mighty name of Jesus. However, this work is imminent and is important, but it's not being done like it's supposed to. And we all know why. Because the devil is a contender for the children of God. And so, the Bible says in Matthew chapter 11, verse 12, it says, From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence, and the violent take it by force. Praise the Lord. Once again, the nature of God is supernatural. Many of the things that God do is illogical to us, but they are full of power. For example, the word says, save your money, invest your money so that you can be rich. But God said, cast your bread upon the waters, and after many days, you shall find it. In the book of Luke chapter 6, verse 38, God said, give, and it shall be given unto you. So the ways of God are totally different from the ways of man. Today, I pray that you will have a taste of the supernatural power of the almighty God. God is in control of all things because of his power. In the book of Joshua chapter 10, Joshua chapter 10, God said through Joshua, that sun, stand thou still upon Gibeon. Moon in the valley of Ijalon, stand still. So sun obeys him, stood still, and on that day, which the Bible said that there has never been any other day like that, the sun stood and until the children of Israel won that war. God has control over all elements. He has control over wind. As we saw him when he was in that ship, when he was sleeping, and the, uh, the disciples were afraid. And they said, don't you care that we perish? And what did Jesus say when he woke up? He said, O ye of little faith. And then he did what? He rebuked the wind. And the wind sees. So the wind obeys him because he's a supernatural God. As I, was, as I said, God needs me and you to do his work. And as so much as we are prepared to do his work, he's willing to pour that power into us. And I de I, I'm decreeing today that that power will come upon you in the mighty name of Jesus. The God of heaven will visit you even as I speak in the mighty name of Jesus. When you partner with God and you make up your mind to serve his purpose, he will definitely equip, equip you for his work. Acts chapter 1 verse 8 says, but you shall receive power 
after the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and you shall be witness unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea, and in Samaria unto the uttermost part of the world. God imparts supernatural power on his children that he called so that they can achieve the purpose, his purpose. Are you willing to achieve the purpose of God? I assure you that his power will come. And if you decide and make up your mind to do his work, definitely God will do yours. You will not have to struggle even to achieve whatever you are after. God called Moses to liberate the children of Israel. And God did 10 miracles through Moses because Pharaoh was adamant that he would not let the children of God go. This is the kind of God that we serve. As long as you are in line with his purpose, he will pour his spirit upon you and you will receive his power. Today, you will receive that power in the name of Jesus. He used Elijah to destroy the, uh, the, the, the 430 prophet of Baal. And what did he do? Fire came from heaven and consumed the sacrifice to show them that God is able and is the only one that can do it. Elisha turned the life of that widow around. When, he, when she got into debt and his, her husband died, went to Elisha, explained her situation, and what did Elijah do? said, what do you have? said, a cruise of oil. And we know the rest of the story that the cruise of oil, he said, go and gather all containers that you have and borrow from your neighbors. And those containers were filled with oil, and she was able to pay her debts and have extra. God also used a man called Philip. In the book of Acts chapter 6, verse 3, the Bible says Philip was chosen because he was full of honest report. He was filled with Holy Ghost and wisdom, and God used him to convert that eunuch. My question to you this morning is that, are you willing to do the work of the Almighty God? Because he's willing to pour his spirit upon you. And that he will do this morning in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Jesus said, my people will not believe until they see what? Signs and wonders. Which means in the day and age that we live in, we need power. Gone are those days that we do door-to-door -door evangelism to win souls. In the society that we live in, there are laws. And those laws may you know, prohibit us or prevent us from free, you know, doing what we, exactly what we want to do. But when we possess the power of God, and people see us doing things that has never been seen before, that work will be easy. I pray that every one of us will get that power today in the name of Jesus.
The book of Romans chapter 15 verse 19 says, Through mighty signs and wonders, and by the power of the Spirit of God, so that from Jerusalem, round about unto Elyricum, I have fully preached the gospel of Christ. John 4, 48 says, Jesus said unto him, Except you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. In, let's bring it down to our day and time. We all know that uh, for us that are Nigerians, we know the story of the redemption camp, how it started. But through dedication and through miracles and wonders, we know that that church or that location has become a city because of all the natural occurrences that were happening. I pray this morning that as we covet the good gifts of God, God will use us mightily for his work in the mighty name of Jesus. Are you available for him? Or are you too busy for your own business? If you make up your mind to be available for him, I pray that you shall be anointed in the mighty name of Jesus. Anointing and the power of the Most High separate us from the people of the world. Supernatural occurrences through us will transcend color, transcend our accent. It will transcend anything physical. When they see the work of God moving in your hands, when you go into a place and you ask, you lay your hands upon someone who is sick, and that person received their healing instantly. Everyone in that place will know that you have somebody that you serve. You don't have to say too much. I'm believing God that each and every one of us will possess that power today. Because God is ready to release that power into us. Even as we prepare our heart for him. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. God will not leave us blank. He will not leave us orphan like that. He is ready to equip us. And once again, I pray that he will equip us this morning in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I talked about availability. Are you available for him? Don't say in your heart that there is too much that they do in that church. Don't they know that this is America? Who has the time? The only day that we have to rest, they has got to come again. Too much programs. God hears all that. When you give your time, when you give your resources to him, he will never, never owe you. God will always pay you back. God knows the job that you have. He knows your business. He knows your children. He knows you have things to do. But when you... Give time to him. He will give time to you. That's how it works. God will equip us with wisdom. In the name of Jesus Christ. When Jesus was sending out the ten. He told them. Be wise as a servant. He said be gentle as a dog. He's not going to send you out. Without wisdom. You are going to be equipped. With wisdom. I pray that God will equip us. James 1, 5 said, 
If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraided not, and it shall be given unto him. We shall be equipped with wisdom in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. God called people that have some qualities that he's looking for. Remember, before he called Moses, Moses was passionate for the children of uh, Israel. He was an Hebrew. He happened to be picked up by Pharaoh's daughter, and that's why he was raised up in Egypt. However, when he grew up and he understood what's going on, he decided to use his own energy and power to defend his people. And he actually killed an Egyptian to save a child of uh, one of the uh, children of Israel. And then that's how he escaped and ran away. But God saw his passion and God decided to use him. When God called Elisha, we know how the Bible described Elisha, that he has a 10 yoke of oxen. And he actually is the 10th person that is pushing the oxen. You know how that works? They use all this oxen to, uh, to create a ridge or whatever they, uh, for the farms. So they put those yoke on those oxen, they drag the thing and they create a ridge. And the Bible said he actually is the tent that is pushing that yoke. That's strength and that's power, that's dedication. God used him mighty, mightily as we know. So what I'm driving at is that whatever you have, whatever talent you have, please use them in the house of God. God will always notice you if nobody does. Amen? Let's do, let's fellowship with others. Hebrews 10.25 said, Not forsaking the assembly of ourselves as manner of some is, but exhorting one another so much the more as we see the day approaching. Brethren, to do any of these things, to do any of, for God to use us like he wanted to. Like I said before, if we take our time to focus on God's work, to do his will, the power will come. It's guaranteed. It's guaranteed. And when the power comes, whatever you need, whatever you are trusting him for, God will meet you at the point of your needs. So, the very first thing before we even talk about having this power is to give our life completely to him. To be, to be to completely sold out for him. And we cannot do any of these things unless we are baptized in the spirit of the living God. So the other thing is that we must operate in the fruit of the spirit. Galatians 5, 22 and 23 says, But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. He said, against all of these, there's no law. I pray that the Lord God Almighty will pour out his spirit upon you and me in the name of Jesus. 
He said, in the last days, I will pour out my spirit. He said, your old men will dream dreams, and your young men will see vision. We must be deliberate in our approach. In the first Corinthians chapter 12, verse 21 said, be available and honestly or eagerly desire the gifts of the Holy Spirit. He said, covet honestly the best gifts, and yet show I unto you a more excellent way. As we take, our, uh, take care of our body, brethren, let's take, of, let's take care of our spiritual needs. The Bible says, walk in the spirit so that you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. If you desire these things that we are talking about, God is ready to give it. Matthew 7, 7 says, ask and it shall be given. It says, knock and it shall be opened. Seek and you shall find. Bible says in James 1, verse 17, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. And cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variableness, neither the shadow of turning. Brethren, the work of the king is urgent. The work of the king is urgent. And it's time that we all rise up to do his work. I Once again, I can't stress it too much that when we take that time to do the work of the king, many of the things that you are running after will begin to run after us. Amen? So, as we make up our minds today, you will begin to see the supernatural move of God in your life, in your place of work, in your business, in your interactions, in your life generally. That incredible harvest that has been promised, it will never evade you in the name of Jesus. But the thing is that we need to put our priorities right. We need to put our priorities right. How good and pleasant will it be when we possess that power? The power to lay our hands on the sick and they are healed. Remember uh, John, Peter and John at the beautiful gate. They told that crippled man, silver and gold I don't have. But what, what I have, I will give it to you. Put, lay their hands upon him in the name of Jesus. Rise up and work. And the man, I pull him up. The pulling up is the sign of faith. He pulled him up. The man started limping and limping into the temple. Can you imagine? You go out there, somebody is sick like that of cancer, of anything. And you lay your hands upon them and they are healed instantly. When you, when you lift up your head and you look around you and you tell them that don't look at me. I'm not the one that did this. It's Jesus. Brethren, I believe that as many that are there, we want to know that Jesus. I pray this morning that that power is coming upon you in the name of Jesus. You will receive power and you will do exploit for the almighty God in the name of Jesus Christ. 
you will be a true disciple of our God as you operate in the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit. So shall it be in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. All the people that God has chosen to do his work, he equipped them. Remember, it's only me and you and the Holy Spirit that are here now to do the work. And God is calling us. When Jesus was leaving, he said, I, I, I will not leave you a fan. I will send you another comforter. He's going to be inside of you and he's going to be with you. I believe that that spirit of God is here to move us into the next level. To move us into the next realm. To begin to do the work that God has called us to do. And even as we do this work, God will begin to surprise us. Amazing things will begin to happen in our lives that we ourselves were not able to comprehend. Even as God visits us personally in the name of Jesus Christ. The time is gone that we're going to say that that man is anointed. Oh, That man is anointed of God. Brethren, you can be anointed too. Anytime he lays hands upon, people fall. You can do the same. Our God is not a partial God. He's a God that loves and loves generally. He has no preference. Once you put your heart to him, he will visit you in the mighty name of Jesus. The word is already working in you. We hope you were blessed by this message. For more messages and information about the church, please visit us at www.rccglivingspring.org.